Hi, my name is Madeleine uh, from Care Local magazine. What you're about to hear is an audio interview with Adrian, whose parents both suffer from dementia. Um, we're going to hear his story and, and how it affected him and his parents. Uh, we're going to go straight into the interview. First of all, introduce yourself, Adrian. I'm Adrian, Adrian Weimer. Um, I'm 50 years of age and my mother is Jean, Jean Lillian, and my dad is Philip Roy. My mum's 80 and my, my dad's 89, um, both with dementia. Two types of dementia. My right. mother's is frontal node brain, so she has no mood swings. She's mute mm-hmm. in the sense she won't speak until spoken to. Right. Because and how did you find that? Um, at first, a blessing. <laughs> yeah. She never used to shut up. <laughs> but afterwards, it, I noticed it when I first noticed mum and dad falling off the cliff mm. when I took them for lunch at Peacock with my daughter. Mm. And no sooner had we arrived, mm. my mum said, have we had a pudding? Didn't realise uh, length of time had no meaning. Right, it's okay. the goldfish bowl, it's like the yeah. goldfish syndrome. Yeah. So she had no recollection of memory, of, mm. of, of time. So now we've only sat down. Of course we've only just sat down, I'm only joking. Right. So there was a family joke started, oh, well, have we had a pudding? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and I thought, mm, something's not right. But then you, because you see them every day, mm. when I was living here at the time, mm. It, it sort of creeps up on you. Mm. And then um, I always used to supply my dad with a car. Always have done, always always would have done. And I and I said, oh, Dad, we nip, nip to Market Depot and get some bits and bobs. Because <clears throat> I noticed he was buying a lot of pineapples. Right, so almost... Pineapple chunks. Looks like, one of the clues was Mum never used to like pineapples. Ah. So she'd forgotten she didn't like them. Forgotten. She She'd didn't. actually forgotten that she so didn't she like that them. particular item. So, and, I, and Dad, we got to the roundabout. Mm. Uh, I used to, we always call it the Jack Blaze roundabout. It used to be a shop call. He said, "I'm glad you're with me today." I said, "Why is that?" He said, "I always forget what to do at this point." Right. I said, "Well, this is when you get out, Dad, and I'll show you." Yeah. It's the last time I let them drive. And that's when it all kicked off. Yeah. So both. Now, this is at the same time your parents were both having months. these similar symptoms that I, sort of said to you, "There's something wrong." Alarm here. bells rang. Alarm for me bells, Mum, because I dropped Mum into town outside yeah. Queensgate, down the old part of where used the post office used to be. I remember dropping her off and giving her a kiss on the cheek. She looked at me. Mm. It was in a look. It was a very distant look, mm. as if to say, "Where am I?" Right, she'd okay. She'd come into town, she wanted to go into town to buy Dad some aftershave for his birthday. But yeah, like she'd been here. born, bred all the time, and all of a sudden, she was like, no recognition of where she, she was. And all she did, she managed to find her way back to the bus depot, got on the bus and went straight back to Northrop. Right, okay, so she was concerned herself. So she I knew. then spoke to her sister, mm. my auntie Pat, said, Pat, can you just be a little bit more visual, because I get a phone call from mum saying dad can't get the lights to work we can't get the lights to work yeah and they weren't switching them on they weren't switching them on those everyday tasks now that are also become the things that you just you don't even think about do you you automatically do these things and what you're saying is they couldn't I noticed go around there and it wasn't as tired as it used to be because my dad very pedantic yeah everything had to be in its place and then he grew up he's this, and it's getting old. Yeah, getting but old. personal hygiene was, was changed. Just, just habits slip. were changing. 5% slip. Yeah. Dad, well, you haven't got colour on today. Yeah. yeah. No, you know, so I'm going to go anywhere. So, uh, but he was still actively cut the grass and, you know, still washing the car before I took it off. And yeah. So I then spoke to my auntie Pat and we, we called the memory clinic. Mm. Now, I'd never heard of the memory clinic. No, I've never heard of the memory clinic. She told me that one of her neighbours 
There's a company out there, there's a, it's an NHS resource called yep. the Memory Clinic. Wow, that's fantastic. It used to be in Breton. Yeah. I think it's Orton somewhere now. Right. And uh, she gave me the detail, I found mm. them, and I set a meeting up. And what they do, they come out to the house. That's brilliant, isn't it? They recommend four or five close family friends and family members. Yeah. And she just sits there. Mm. And we all sit in a circle, yeah. have a cup of tea, and Mum thought it was all, what's this all about? Yeah. It's a bit of fun. It's for you, Mum. And we just got to, you know, make sure that if, you, if you're poorly, we can deal with it. Yeah. She wouldn't talk to anybody else but me about it. Mm. I think because Dad got his dementia is psychosis dementia, so we'll come right. On so you're two different types here, yeah. And the mem- the lady sits there and she just starts off with what's your favourite TV programmes, mm. like a bit of Emmerdale and Coronation Street. Mm. Can you remember last night's episode? Oh no, no, no. I can tell you what happened at Christmas though. Mm. Okay, and then she did mm. chapter and verse. Yeah, but it's just that very. It's the beginning. It's the beginning, isn't it? Yeah, Has yeah. Has anyone ever explained what dementia, the brain with dementia is like? Yeah. Imagine a big filing cabinet. Yeah. Here we are today. So I've just filed what I've done today yeah. there. Yeah. It's fallen straight through. Yeah. And that's just gone. But everything that was filed years before... They can almost remember being born. Remember being born. That's all there. And every week... That's a great way of describing it, actually, Adrian. Yeah. Excuse me. So yeah. my mum, at this moment in time, is asking for a school uniform. Yeah. My dad's oh, already my passed that. He's, How did you feel? Well, I, I think, it, because it's a gradual thing, mm. you know, that's why I've called it the long goodbye. Yeah. Because every time, yeah. you know, I try and, um, but, but let me go back to the memory clinic. Yeah, then. yeah, go on. Sorry, I digress. So she couldn't do that. And the, and the biggest thing they do is the single most foolproof test. They give whoever it is being tested a blank piece of paper and a pen. Yeah. Draw a circle. Oh, I knew I could draw a circle. Yeah, yeah. Right, now draw three o'clock. Yeah, oh, okay. Couldn't do three Couldn't o'clock. Couldn't do three o'clock. That's it. So then it's all about, is it dementia one or dementia five? Okay. And what's the difference? Can you dementia explain? Dementia one is the beginning. Yeah. Once you're at five, that's it. You're there. You're, you, you're not going to get anywhere. You're not going to get anywhere. Medication will help. Right. What, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I've never understood the meds that my mum takes, but it's mainly for cholesterol and, and blood pressure. But as far as treating her memory, yeah. it's gone. Because it's the size of an orange that's yeah. now died. Yeah, It's gone. It's gone. It can't yeah. be replaced. So if someone lost their arm, you go, oh dear. Mm. But because they've lost part of their brain, you can't see it. You can't see it. So this could have been happening over a period of time that you've it not actually been. been aware. As you say, it's so slow. It has been. It um, would have been happening for a good five to eight years. Yeah. Gosh. Very unusual. I mean, and I said to the lady when we were sat there, I said, any chance of testing my dad? I'm I said, very thought, I said, yeah. I think he's worse than my mum. She went, that's very unusual. Mm. Yeah, I've never heard of two parents before, but... And yeah. uh, so she said, OK. Mm. And my dad said, don't be so bloody stupid. <laughs> got all up right. Got all, all protective. And, yeah. I said, Dad, well, you've got nothing to lose, have you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same problem. Same problem. And, and where from there? And that was it. And then it's like, what do we do now? Well, uh, we'll invite your mum and dad into the memory clinic. Yeah. And we'll go through some questions and some more um, tests. Mm. Uh, and then we'll write to them. I said, what's the point in writing to them? I can't remember anything. Mm. They don't even open their post now. Oh, gosh. 
gosh, that is everything. hard. Yeah, so everything then had to come through you as their, said, as their so son, as their carer. I've got two older brothers. Uh, yeah, you taking, you know, sort of that so, responsibility. But somebody had to nominate themselves almost, didn't yeah. they? To, to, to so I was aware of dementia because of the, the care wizard thing that we'd been working on prior. Yeah. I understood the concept of what happens to people with it. Mm. So I went into Mr. Fix-It mode. That's all yeah, I've ever yeah. done through my yeah. career. I said, right, Andrew, Gary, I'm going to get power of attorney on mum and dad's estate and yeah. health. So, Gary, you're yes. you've got no chance of being involved because you can't be trusted. Fair enough. My oldest brother and my auntie Pat. Mm. Boom. I said, we need to do it now before we get into crisis mode. Yeah. Really important if you're going to emphasise what people do mm. fairly quickly. Don't wait. Yeah, don't. The first sniff of a sign... Get the power of attorneys in place yeah. for health and wealth. Okay. Because if once you're into crisis mode, yeah. you can't communicate with them. Right. And what does that mean oh, with no, the power of attorney? Does that well, mean I've, they, they've, I've, I've, I carry their credit cards. I've got all their money. They yeah. can't touch their own money. Yeah. They're not responsible enough. And I go in and make medical decisions when they go for tests Yeah. in the sense of is that an operable problem or is that not a problem or where do yeah. they stay? Can, I don't want them to have that medication. Do not resuscitate. Yeah. So you've got all of that. All of that. Yeah. And it's it's key to their sobriety is the wrong word for their quality of life because yeah, people absolutely. with dementia still have a life. Mm. Bit not a very good one, but mm. they're entitled to quality. Yeah, absolutely. And I fought tooth and nail for both mum and dad for that. Mm. Now I then instantly made the decision to rent their bungalow out. Yeah. Wise decision, yeah. Because they were not safe. Mm. You know, once... Because I spoke to the lady in the village shop next door. Mum and dad have lived in the same house for over 50 years. Right, yeah. So, so very much part of the community, them. yeah. And, then when, and they all knew dad as a very stiff and pristine upright. And then yeah. he's in the shop in his dressing gown. Yeah. So it, it all comes out. Yeah. So they told you, yeah, what had so been going on, that you hadn't been, you know... Vulnerable, Northborough. Dark, not yeah. locking doors at night. No. Got to get them out of there. Yeah, no, that so, makes perfect sense. Uh, we then applied to social services for an attendance allowance. Yep, which was about eighty pound each a week. Yep. Did they get assessed, or was the yeah that was what the, the memory so clinic did. that was what the memory clinic the did. So did they did the, the assessment worked side by side. Yeah. So the memory clinic then sent them off for a doctor's examination and all this sort of. It took about three months. Right. For the process, and then you you don't get a certificate, but you then registered as yep. dementia. Okay. So, in the meantime, I'm then talking to Kingfisher Court mm. Stand Ground yep. for a special unit. Yeah. Because it's a wardened apartments. Yeah. Brand new, lovely. Um, get them in there, or the bungalow washes itself. Yeah. And before we moved them in, Dad fell with a water infection. Because as much as we tried to look after them, yeah, it's the non-drinking, isn't it? Forget, so they forget to drink. They forget to eat. Forget to eat, forget to drink, which, as you said, then causes other health issues within everything. 90% of people... It's not the dementia that kills them. Mm. It's the consequence of having dementia. Of having it, yeah. So, nasty infection. Into Stanford Hospital. Um, he then gets released back to Northborough before we move him to Stangrand. And we have the carers coming in at this point now looking after Dad. Mum said she could do it. Mm. And I've got blister packs made by the doctors and there's tablets left here and tablets left there mm. and Dad wasn't taking them and it's like, Mum, you know. So it's just, yeah. It's you know, just cameras, we're going to put cameras up. Yeah. We had alarm clocks set. It's not. 
didn't work. It's not viable, is it? It is. Well, there's so much paraphernalia out there for reminding people, alarm sets, but mm. oh, the, the alarm's ringing. What's it ringing for? But they wouldn't know, I guess, what it was ringing for. No. People said, oh no, what you know? Okay, mm. well, I'm going to have an alarm clock with a. And then the, something comes across the telly. Take your tablets, okay? What tablets? What tablets? Yeah. They're two years. Yeah, with dementia treatment. Two people. Two, two, they're two years of age. Yeah. Would you give an alarm clock and a two-year-old child a bag of tablets? No, it's a lot of responsibility, I would so say. Don't to give, give anyone with dementia. No, no, you're right. And there's the there is the the safety issue. Gas fire. Isn't it? There's the Which safety issue of, of the, being the in the gas fire home. got dismantled. Yeah. The uh, oven got t- t- uh, yeah. disconnected. Yeah. And they're very vulnerable to people knocking on the door. I know when my my grandmother started, my maternal grandmother started with the beginnings of dementia, and she thought. Um, a care assistant was coming to the door, or it was a care assistant. When she opened the door, in fact, it it, it wasn't. It was somebody who had actually come in to to to, to, to rob her for, for want of a better word. They yeah, took no. things from her, yeah. and because she was so vulnerable with dementia, living on her own, that's impossible. For, it was, yeah. And, and I think very, very vulnerable people within those positions. So what happened? What so happened? my mum stayed at Stanground. Yeah. Not a problem. Dad mm. then went back into hospital. He mm. was then into Peterborough Hospital because mm. he, he, out of all the time that my mum was in Stanground, uh, Kingfisher, Dad had three nights there, I think. Mm. Charlotte and I did all the room, brand, everything yeah, brand new Yeah, beautiful, yeah. And um, the carers came up and said he, he's... He's too poorly because he, mm. he the thing that they got at Kingfisher Court was four visits a day at fifteen minutes a time. Mm. Not acceptable. I was unaware that I thought it was a lot more. Mm. Anyway, that's another story. I'm not there to knock on far from it. Dad went back into Peterborough. Mm. We thought we were going to lose him over Christmas. Mm. He was so so poorly. The doctor said, "How's he been allowed to get this bad?" I said, "Well, Stanford only released him a week ago. Mm. You know, we can't neglect him that much in a week." No, no. Oh. Okay, so I said, you need to shut the front door. Yeah. And just tell me, Mm. you know, have we got him for a week, a month or whatever? They Mm. said, well, he might not see through the night. Oh, gosh. Okay, I'll let everybody know. Yeah. (coughs) One half of me wanted him to die. Mm. To see someone go from my size, 16 stone, to nine stone. Yeah, yeah. You try and pick him up and he's... Because his psychosis was was really, really bad. Mm. He thought he was abusive to the black staff. Mm. He was lashing out and he was hitting things. I mean, he went mad. Mm. And that's because of the disease itself. This is not him as a person before he got the disease and the water infection. This is him due to the disease and, as you said, the water infection as well. So this isn't the real man he was, yeah. Yeah, so he was was this crazed creature. So they, they they were giving him meds as a... As a medica- medical gag, I think they called it. Yeah. Um, which calmed him down. And then they couldn't get on top of his eating, so they fed him with steroids, which then had right. the adverse effect. So he became a crazy man. Yeah. And they then had to, what they call in hospital, one-to-one. Mm. So he couldn't be left on his own. So they went into a side ward, mm. and he was 24-7 yeah. one-to-one, because he'd get up and put things in people's mouths when they were asleep. Oh, my goodness. Steal their clothes. Steal their clothes. <laughs> oh, what? He was mad. Yeah, I said, we'll put him in a straitjacket, we can't. It's one flew over the cuckoo's nest oh, no, comes to mind, doesn't it? I, I, I mean, hate to say it, but yeah. he kind of We used does. to go there if we needed a good laugh. Yeah. Because, Maddie, you couldn't write what he used to say. No. He got a fucking black bastard over there. Oh, gosh. He yeah. said he's only given birth to five black Bentleys and Rolls Royces and Labradors. Oh. All come out. All come out. And I said, how did you, how do you know they're cars that? Smell the petrol. Smell the petrol. But it was his, his B.O. Yeah. 
Isn't that... Yeah, so we so just get to that, yeah. It got to the point the where point. our dad just rolled over and gave mm. up. He kept falling, his face was smashed. Oh, that was terrible. quite a key thing for the readers to, to understand mm. is if their parents, mm. parent or parents' parent, is in that situation with the hospital, yeah. do not allow them to be discharged back home. Okay, they, under any circumstances. They tried really hard, Peterborough Hospital. They right. did a very good job looking after him. But he was then became, he was fit to go home, physically. Right, okay. But he could eat, what? his stools were working, but mentally... Oh, so he ticked all the boxes, but carry on. But mentally, I mean... So I said, there's no one there. Yeah, who's... My mum's got dementia, so she's in a special unit. Yeah. Where's he going to go? Yeah. Who's going to pay for it? Well, that's fair, yeah. I can't afford it. Yeah. My oldest brother's got nothing, my middle brother's a recovering alcoholic, and I'm yeah. bankrupt. Yeah. Wasn't, but... Yeah. So... He's all yours, ta-da. And that was... There is no forwarding address. Well, we can't, you can't stay here forever. I said, why not? He's paid his taxes forever. Mm. And I got quite animated. Get some of yeah. these immigrants out. Yeah, yeah. No disrespect. Yeah. No, no, no. But, yeah. you know, he's paid his dues. He took, you know, he was in the war. Mm. He got war wounds to prove it. Mm. So anyway, they, they then um, write to me and they, they this crisis meeting with the... Um, what's the word? The, um, the team that... The discharge team. Discharge, yeah. So, bearing in mind that we'd built quite a nice relationship with the nurses, because yeah. Dad was in hospital for about three months. Yeah. So, and he used to really put his hand up and grope and grab. Yeah. And um, we're sitting with the dementia team, the, the, the um, discharged guy. Mm. It was all right. Yeah. A bit suave, but yeah. we all sat down. I said, okay, well, this is very simple. Mm. You need to find a solution. Yeah, and what was their solution? Was the it solution was home, that there is no, he has yeah. to go home, there's nowhere for him. I said, okay, so on what grounds is he fit for purpose? I said, let's get him in mm. and let's do the three o'clock test. Yeah, perfect. So you were... Well, we're yeah. not interested in his mental stability. Our job here is to make him better. He's eating, walking, sleeping, drinking. I said, but he's one-to-one. So... Where, yeah. Well, so, okay... He said, but he's not He's not um, a threat. Well, he's a threat to himself, I would have thought. That's irrelevant. Because if he right. hurts himself, it's A&E's problem. Oh, OK, so it's a different department. It's just the ward. It's just the ward, yeah, OK. They're all under pressure for beds. Yeah, 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 OK. As you know, this yeah. is the problem. This is the got. problem, yeah. Bed blocking. Of course, so bed blocking. Okay, fair enough. I said, so the fact that he groped your nurses, oh, I don't think that on the report. I said, one second. Mm. I knew the nurse that was... Mm. I said, can you come in here, please? Mm. How many times has my father inappropriately touched you? Mm. Uh, and then the woman, mm. discharged lady, said, what's class as inappropriate? I said, well, if I stretched over and felt you left here, how would you feel? How would you feel? She said, that would be inappropriate and you, mm. you'd be police, wouldn't you? Mm. Yeah. Well, why is it okay for my dad, who you're telling me is fit for mm. purpose? To do. Okay, I said, mm. so uh, how much more are we going to talk about this? Mm. I said, give me the list. Mm. What was their response? The list was care homes. Right. Funded by the NHS. Right. The key to it is, if I'd have taken him home... You wouldn't have got that. No funding. No funding. I get an £800 a week funding. So once you've... Got, yeah. Yeah, so that makes sense. So all of a sudden then this this list appeared, so to speak. So the bed but block, wasn't the care home cheaper option to the NHS anyway? It is, but they want anything they in want a bed. that comes out of their budget. So the discharge to... So yeah. effectively, my dad's still in an NHS bed. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right. Okay, it's just a different bed under a different system. There's millions, there's thousands and thousands yeah. of beds out there being yeah. filled by the NHS. 
But the discharge team, they're on targets. Right. We okay. want empty beds and we don't want you paying for them. And we don't want you paying for anybody else's. So it's a business. Mm, yeah, they're them. Yeah. Because when they're around as trusts and everything it. else, yeah. and I went in there with that business ethos, okay, mm. my dad's costing you £1,500 a week. Mm. Fact. Mm. These care homes on this list, and it ranged from a booper one right next door to the care home, yeah. to the hospital, all the way down to some pretty nasty ones. Oh, did you go and view some of these care homes? Or pretty much all of pretty them. Pretty much all of them. Gary yeah. did most of the But the worst one was the only one that could take him was the Gables at Whittlesea. Right. And that's a full-on... Mental institution, straight jackets. And what happened was, I can't get this picture out of my head. My brother. Oh, and they I was, want to put some in there just because they have dementia, which is. Well, because it's a psychiatric ward. Because he, he had psychosis. All of a sudden, oh, he's got psychosis, so we can go into that one. Oh, okay. So when you go on this list, if you look closely at care homes, they've got initials mm. um, beside them, and some is special needs, mm. D for dementia. A for Alzheimer's and so on and so forth. Oh, okay. So each care home has got its special... special Speciality, so, so to speak. Or its niche, shall we say, yeah. So we looked at three or four, Park mm. Road, one or two others. They send someone in to assess, no, he's too difficult for us, or right. yes, we can have him. Yeah. Only one that could take him at that mental state mm. was Whittlesey. Mm. Gary went to view it. I was away. He said, I'm not putting that down. I said, we've got to, we've got to. Mm. If we come out of the system, I said, he won't know where the f***ing he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We but we've got to put him somewhere uh, at this stage. And they dropped him off and put him there. And then Gary and I went to visit. The first thing we did was mm. gagged with the smell. The smell. The stuff. Beautiful people. Mm. How they can work in there, I don't know. And then we um, we went to find him. And there was just this horrible vision of him in a dressing gown that wasn't his with a nappy on. Mm. Mm. And he was just crawling along the guardrail trying to find his room because yeah. there were 60 lunatics in mm. oh, and uh, it was fire mm. and the thing with dementia patients people with dementia you have to introduce yourself to them every single time right okay that, that's interesting and can you can't, share that side of you know yeah, your experience with us because that's you have to, you really good advice you can't come at them from the side where do you come from them what a, direct. direct and if they're down low like you it's, yeah you come to there because people with dementia their eyes their focus disappears mm. so they're more tunnel vision yeah because that part of the brain is corroding that side okay hearing you need to come straight at them okay to the side as yeah. opposed to that to scare them where's that what's that yeah what's this um yeah and every single time i have to reintroduce myself to my mum and dad you. Wow, that's really really good every advice actually time. to share with our readers because noise there's just on some of the symptoms that they suffer from, mm. that because I went on that dementia course. Yeah, can you tell us a little bit about this dementia yeah. course? Uh, it was fascinating. Yeah, uh, a lady, an American lady, spent seven, eight years developing it. Right, and what they basically did, they put you in a room. Mm. First of all, um, the lady that took the course was you sit, mm. sit there, put these in your shoes, which were prickly soles right. inside your shoes. Oh, okay. Put these gloves on. Yep. I said to Gary, gosh, she's a bit... <laughs> okay, so What's all this about? Yeah. You know, it's, it was at Missley yeah. Manor, yeah. Manning Tree, uh, whose care home it was. Mm. He was launching her roadshow. She does a roadshow with him. Yeah. Fascinating. You must mm. go and see mm. it. Absolutely. We'll, we'll get here. Yeah, 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 we will go. <laughs> um, and they then put speakers on mm. and these glasses. Mm. And uh, they say, follow me. And they pull you in. Wow, yeah, yeah. And then in intervals, in 30-second gaps, Gary goes in the room. Yeah. This other woman goes in the room, and I do. And 
your earphones are and sirens, music, pans cracking, kids crying. Mm. Um, Does everything sound really loud, or, you, or is it just because no, you've got these ear things? Convergence, on, yeah. Okay. And it's really intense. Intense. It's, it's the worst rave you've ever been to. Yeah. Okay. Anthem. Yeah. Uh, the room is pitch black. Mm. Pretty much. Mm. They've got glasses on, which are sunglasses, which are covered in grease, and you can't and you can't really see out of them. Mm. And you've got things in your shoes, mm. which hurt when you walk. Yeah. And you've got three pairs of gloves on. Yeah. And they give you these tasks to do. Yeah. Simple task. Do something useful. Mm. So you stood do something useful. <laughs> so you're in this room, like we are yeah, now, yeah. Think, do something useful. Uh, I started puffing the cushions up on a couple of chairs. Yeah. Well, and, that, then, and then someone will tap you on the shoulder. Yeah. Go and put a shirt on. So you then go fumbling around in the mm. pitch dark, pitch. find a shirt. Mm. And I said, it's okay to take my jacket off first. Mm. No answer. Didn't answer me. So mm. I, I flapped about for about 10, 15 seconds. I thought, I'm never going to get this shirt. Took my jacket off. Yeah. And tried to put the shirt. You try and put... Sh- Two buttons up. Yeah. With the glove situation. Plastic it would be glove. impossible. It, I managed one. One, yeah. And then it was, sort some socks out. Mm. And on the bed there was all this big pile of clothes mm. and s- socks. And that's the end of the test. Mm. So then you come out, they take all the stuff and they sit you in the room. And then the same lady comes in and goes, Hi, my name's Emily. Pleased mm. to meet you all. Um, how was your experience? Completely different attitude. Mm. And um, I was almost in tears because mm. that's how I now see how my mum and dad mm. see the world. Mm. And the whole concept of the thing was to, for you to be there mm. in their shoes, literally, mm. for four minutes. Mm. So the noise was horrendous. The vision was horrendous. The ability to... And the whole thing was to prove to people it was, it's designed for carers. Mm. To understand how to care for people with dementia. Mm. So, well, even family members, actually, you know, well, because I, my dad's got dementia. And now, I've just understood, through you explaining that to me, I understand now a little bit more about how difficult how difficult it is. So when people on. are asking him to do things, for example, things around the house, Basic it's stuff. not because he doesn't want to. It's can't. It's just because he can't. If you, if you, you know, just spent 20 minutes... It's actually almost brought me to tears thinking about it. That you spend 20 minutes yeah. putting on a shirt and you've got mm. the buttons the wrong way mm. and a carer comes in and goes oh Maddie yeah, is that the yeah, best yeah. Is that, you've that... just spent 20 minutes yeah and you think you've done really well yeah okay so yeah. they're being trained to go excellent Maddie yeah well, well done. done well done yeah yeah so it's that positivity nothing to do with the, the negativity that... you know po- yeah um, it's irrelevant you know though, isn't and it? to try and just arrange a few socks for you and I it's just like yeah it is now <laughs> so it was a massive, massive learning curve. And the first thing that I learnt was, because the whole reason why she was angry at the beginning mm. is because if you don't introduce yourself to your mum and dad every time, they don't know mm. who you are. Mm. They really don't know who you are. Mm. So it's, hi, mum, it's Hayley, number three. Oh, yeah. Mm. Have I got three sons? Mm. Yeah, you have, mum. I'm the youngest. Oh, yeah. Hayley Boots. Mm. And so you, you go back to something that she remembers from many, many years ago, mm. what she called me when I was a well, she called you when you were a child, yeah, that she can recall. So she's, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Mm. And then, because when she looks, they, they turn slowly. It's because mm. they've got no vision. Mm. So it's straight on. That's funny, isn't Amazing. it? Amazing. So that's, I mean, this course, 
Is this something that anybody can go on? Or you can invite them. I think can you invite them along? It's designed or? for a roadshow for care homes. She yeah. makes her living out of it being employed by mm. Hampton Care Home yeah. for dementia. Yeah. And it's to train the staff. It's to train the staff. And, yeah, it's, it sounds um, amazing, though. And if you as a family member and they're there and you've mm. got someone in there, you can go and have a, have a go. Mm. I think Chantel sent you the links to them all. If not, I can get them for you. I've got one link because I contacted them in actual fact. I'm just waiting, still waiting to hear back. Yeah. I contacted them last week. Amazing. Um, American uh, lady, brilliant, absolutely yeah. brilliant. But it is important, isn't it, as you say, for carers and for family members to understand. Because then it makes life so much easier, you don't get frustrated. Yeah. I often have to coach my brother. Mm. Gary, remember the course we went on? Yeah. Remember the experience? Yeah, I know. Yeah. She, you, you put food in front of her. And the, one of the key things mm. was that the carer said, the teacher said, why didn't anybody just turn on the light? Mm. Or open the curtains? Or didn't think it was allowed? Exactly. People with dementia have no process of right and wrong. Mm. They don't know if they're allowed to do it. So they don't do it. And when I do that, I don't know. Can I? Shouldn't I? What am I thinking of? I don't know. Where am I? And that goes round and round. And that goes round and round. Then they have these time gaps, don't they, where time seems to just disappear and it's almost like reawakening again, kind of. And And it could be night then for them. And they've got no concepts of... uh, Last weekend... We've got her a new care, a full-time care now. Mm. I said, just fill it with water. Drink, 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 drink. Has she drink, been cared for in her own home yeah, now? Yeah, So she's got a Mom's care... Mum's always been cared for at home. At home. Because she lives with Gary. Yeah, yeah. So, and she has a carer that comes in, what, full-time or...? Uh, she's there from 10 till 4. Yeah, and what's the carer's main tasks to do for your Mom's mum? hygiene. Hygiene, food. food. And, uh, stimulation. Stimulation, perfect. That's all she's there to what do. What an ideal situation. So she stays in her own home... She's got she's now all got the help confidence she needs. To go out. She's got she the now confidence. Walks to the shop. She's, yeah. She's now started to ask if she's still married and if her, who she can't remember her dad's name. Yeah. She can see the picture. Yeah. Am I not supposed to go and see him from time to time? So she's recognising the photographs. Yeah. I brought some old aftershaves that dad used to wear. So mm. that's stimulating. Smell mm. is a good one. Mm. Okay. To yeah. stimulate memory. Is there any other memory stimulators actually? Because that is quite a good. Kids, uh, give ladies baby toys, dolls. Yeah, that's good. That'll keep them occupied. Yeah, because because uh, that's the natural instinct. That's the natural instinct. And that's sometimes you know yeah. the great grandmothers are. Yeah, and what about photographs or, or photographs particular? are really really good. Yeah, but you have to the people around the late mm. people with dementia have to be prepared for repetition. Mm. repetition. Yeah, so that's a big part of repetition. it. Mm. And how do people, as you said, you? Every time you see your mum and dad, you reintroduce yourself so they know who you are. How did it feel to you when your parents stopped remembering um, who you were? How did that feel? Or? I've never really um, thought too long and hard about mm. that because I've always been preoccupied with their needs, mm. not mine. Not yours. I think it'll hit me when they've gone. Yeah. yeah. Because I'd, I've not really had the chance like most people don't get the chance to say goodbye if mm. someone passes away yeah some do through cancer and everything else it's a you know I've often had this conversation I wish both my parents got cancer mm. because there's more support for them mm. and there's a beginning and an end yeah whereas this you don't know where it's my going to my dad's end. physical situation now is he's back to 17 stone mm. and he's a pain in the bum he's walking about mm. but he falls over a lot so yeah. he's always backwards and falls to hospital yeah the difference between care homes mm. and nursing homes mm. for dementia clients is 
huge for the family. Yeah. Describe that. How, okay. What, what's a care the home is yeah. simply a care home. Yeah. So every time there's a medical problem, if he falls, slips, yeah. doesn't feel well, they dial 999. Right. So they've got no medical... And that's why there's generally a price difference. Oh, okay. Okay. Home, yeah. Nursing home. Nursing home. They've got nurses that can give... Injections. And drips. Yeah. Um, basically, nursing home slash hospice. Yeah. So when my dad was in a nursing home here on Park Road, yeah. it was just rows and rows and rows of people in bed dying. Yeah. Dad okay. was at the end banging a pan saying, I want a cup of tea. Yeah. Again, he was misplaced. Yeah. He didn't need a nursing home. He needed a care home. Yeah. What dad gets now is 24-7, four meals a day, showered once a day, yeah. bed linen changed every day. Yeah. He's in a far better place than he's been in for many, many years. Yeah. As far as his needs. Yeah. It's just his, his head's gone. Yeah. Uh, when I went to saw him a couple of weeks ago, um, he was sitting in the corridor. He nodded off asleep. I sat next to him. Then he woke up and I thought, I'm not going to introduce myself. Yeah. I'm just going to sit there and so, Oh, you the fucking train driver? <laughs> uh, no, I'm uh, actually no, I'm not. I'm, um, <laughs> Try again. No, he said, "Well, fucking train driver's late, bastard." I went, "Oh, okay." Yeah, I've only just I've only just been let off parade. Yeah, because he was in Colchester when he, he was in the army. He was a yeah. military policeman. Yeah, and he wanted to get back to Norfolk. Yeah. Oh he said, my because goodness! I'm going to be late for my mum's funeral. Yeah, because his mum passed away when he was fifteen. Yeah. Oh, she did. Yeah, okay. Committed suicide. Yeah. And um, said, I'm sorry, I can't help you that, Squire. And I walked off. Mm. I walked round and came back round. I was saying to him, Hi, Dad, how you doing? Mm. Oh, which one? I said, it's Aidy, number three. Hello, son, how you doing? What a difference. So it is that just that memory recognition, isn't it, of you? Let him know who you are again. Yeah. And all of a sudden he's not there with... He's not there with the... Yeah. But the, the, you always know people with... Dementia five, as they categorise mm. it, is that they see things. Mm. Is no. that hallucinations, yeah. as They'll they call it? just see things in trees or... Yeah. Of course, snow this morning I'll get. Really, Dad? Yeah, that must yeah. be scary as well. Yeah, a lot what? of snow. A lot of snow in that tree. Yeah. Mm. Very, All gone now, though, Dad. And you have to almost sound patronising. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I guess play the game with him. Is that the wrong term to use? Sort of go along with it rather, you, you than, never, you rather never, than be confrontational? What's the, no. Because they, they've got no, they can't comprehend that. Yeah. So that's So brilliant. if they go, it's black outside or it's yeah. dark outside and it's sunny, you say, very dark, Dad. Very dark. Turn a light on. Yeah. Because so better to do, agree than to be, yeah. All you'll do is aggravate them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah because they don't know any different. Is that what you're saying? That's yeah. your saying. Yeah. And what advice would you give to somebody who had recently just discovered that either their husband or their parent um, had the signs of, of dementia or, or Alzheimer's or memory loss, what would be the first thing that you would recommend they would go um, and do straight away? Doctor. Doctor. And then memory clinic. And memory clinic. And just keep filling them up with water. Yeah, perfect. Because the brain yeah, is shrinking. So the more liquid, because the first thing that they forget to do is drink. Yeah, okay. Drink, drink, drink. Drink, drink, drink. And then let the doctor do the rest. Perfect. One of the other things that Missley Manor have started to work on mm. is it started from a conversation where they have no concept of time, mm. night or day. Mm. They sleep when they're tired. Mm. They tend to sleep after food or meds. Mm. And then they'll wake up at three in the morning. I don't know what time of day it is. So they start wandering about because the night staff mm. are in uniform. Mm. So mm. they've started to put them in dressing gowns. Oh, it must still be night time. must still be night time. 
Because we talked about, I wonder mm. if we can have a moon on the telly to still show that there's... Because they can't read the time, they've forgotten. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It's gone past that, moon hasn't it? Time, yeah, moon time. Yeah, moon time. And the other thing with dementia, if they're living at home, is if you've got the ability to colour code doors, mm. door handles, mm. red door is toilet, green door oh, is okay. kitchen. Because they'll remember that. Mm. Funny enough. Yeah. That sort of simple... So these corridors that have been built at Missley Manor, no two walls and no two doors are the same. Mm. So that's a different pattern. So they can remember, so if mm. it's just a corridor, mm. of, you know, you walk through Missley Manor and there's suddenly a small telephone box, because Dad's room's near the telephone box. Yeah, so it's little things. So if he's shuffling back, yeah. and he's got a bright green door... Yeah, near the phone box. He can work it out. Yeah. That's how much detail this dimension. That's almost like giving somebody the directions for a journey, isn't it? Turn right yeah. at the shop yeah. as you get so to the end. Mum's room, Gary, when he leaves to mm. go to work, is always shut. Mm. All the other doors are left open. Mm. So mum knows, oh, it's not my room. Mm. Uh, that's the front door, so I don't go near the front door. Mm. It's locked anyway. Mm. That's my room and that's my toilet. Mm. So she can shuffle along. and mm. So that's really important. If you suddenly where your dad is if you suddenly moved all the furniture around mm. might knock him out might yes yeah, yeah perfect and that's that's another good tip for people that uh, are living with someone at home with dementia mm. that's brilliant system. adrian thank you so much for sharing yeah. that with us would you be happy to come along again and, yeah. and share us give us an update on your parents uh for you know regularly in, in some of our issues so we can progress your journey with you yeah that's fantastic Absolutely thank you very much